Tackle Talk, the men's health podcast. Three guys tackling all things men's health head on. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about ureteric stents. What are they? What are they used for? And what can patients expect? So Trent, what is a ureteric stent? To understand stents, I think we have to understand a little bit about the anatomy of your urinary tract. Your urine is produced in the kidneys, which are up near your flanks, just under the bottom of your ribcage. And they drain the urine to your bladder, which is in your your pelvis, through two thin long tubes called the ureters, which run for about 30 centimetres through you on either side. The urine will then collect in your bladder and empty at a socially appropriate time. So when something's blocking the ureter, people experience a lot of pain. It's called renal colic. It's why people come into the emergency department with terrible pain from kidney stones. And... You know, in the acute setting, we might want to relieve the blockage with a stent, which is a thin plastic tube that we insert through a camera that goes in through the uh, urethra or the water pipe and runs between the bladder and the kidney past the blockage through the ureter. Now, we may also use a stent after an operation to clear a stone because we always leave behind a bit of swelling and a bit of fragments and debris, which can then cause a similar blockage and a similar sort of terrible pain. Yeah, so stents are often necessary to relieve obstruction and you know help with the after effects of an operation but they're usually only in for a short period of time aren't they as little as possible to allow everything to settle down without leaving them in for more than is necessary but while they are in patients may experience some discomfort from the stent what are the typical types of discomfort that they may experience well look i think patients should be told they probably will experience some discomfort there are studies of, uh, of groups of patients that say maybe like 9 out of 10 people will have some stent discomfort. So I talk to patients about it as if it's almost a given. And I think that reassures them because they don't think they're suffering some terrible complication. What you can expect to feel with a stent relates to where the stent is lying. And there's one end in your bladder and one end in your kidney. So those are the two places you may have discomfort or problems. The end in your bladder will always cause a little bit of bleeding in the urine. So I tell people to expect to see a color in their urine as that end in the bladder rubs around. That's often worse with with more physical activity because the end is rubbing around more. And once people understand that, that's very reassuring because they can limit their activity. The bleeding shouldn't be terribly bad. So a rosé sort of colour is very acceptable. If you drink more fluid, it dilutes the urine and reduces the colour closer to clear. So if someone is experiencing darker bleeding, I would encourage them to drink more and try and flush through the blood and hopefully reduce it to a rosé. The end in the bladder, apart from causing bleeding, also causes a bit of irritation. And that irritation feeling is very familiar to anyone who's had a UTI or an infection in the urine because it's the same sort of mechanism. It's irritating your bladder directly. Often it's milder than an infection. The end in the kidney can cause a bit of grief too, particularly with movement. You may have a bit of pain in the kidney. And when you pee, urine can travel backwards up through the stent into the kidney and cause a bit of swelling and high pressure. Normally that urine would be blocked by a valve in the bladder, but the stent bypasses that and allows the urine to drain backwards when you you pee. So you may get a bit of an ache in the kidney, which again should pass when you finish peeing. So the important thing for patients to understand is that we're putting in a stent because we feel it's necessary. And if we didn't put the stent in, it would pose them a risk of recurrent obstruction or even more pain or becoming unwell. And so that's why we put the stent in. It's kind of a necessary evil in some ways. Yeah, we're sort of accepting the almost inevitability of some mild symptoms to prevent people from bouncing back to the hospital in the middle of the night with a critical pain like they had with a stone. 
But the important thing for patients to understand is once we take the stent out, all of those symptoms should settle down. But whilst the stent is in, what should patients look out for which might be a sign that something's going wrong? So I think the red flags that patients should look out for, they're really rare and most patients should be reassured by all this rather than alarmed by it. Having fevers in combination with UTI-like symptoms probably means you do have a UTI. So just having a bit of irritability and maybe a uh, urine dipstick showing some inflammatory cells and, and blood cells is fine. That's from the stent. But with fevers, suddenly, you know, it's much more likely you've got a genuine infection and you need to see someone to get some antibiotics. Additionally, um, the bleeding, like I said, if it's getting dark and perhaps there's clots in it or you're having any difficulty peeing and actually passing the urine, that's alarming and that needs attention. And we certainly have a lot of patients who are on blood thinners which can increase their risk of bleeding and might be more of a problem in those patients. Patients on blood thinners or patients with known big prostates may have more trouble with this. So we'll leave the stent in for a few weeks in most cases, and then how do we remove it? We remove it by passing a small camera through the water pipe into the bladder and pulling the stent out. We usually do this under a local anaesthetic, and the procedure takes under two minutes. Yeah, and in some cases we might give the patient a light sedation or if they're particularly worried about the discomfort associated with a cystoscopy, but it's usually just a day procedure. It doesn't take very long in and out. You can discuss this with your urologist and I'm sure come to an agreement about the best way to do it. Great. So that's ureteric stents. They are necessary but can cause some symptoms. We've talked about why they're useful, what they're used for, and what things to patients should look out for in terms of bleeding, infection, and escalating pain. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks. Tackle Talk, a men's health podcast, is proudly supported by Perth Urology Clinic, Western Australia's largest urology practice. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. The use of this information and the materials that link to this podcast are at the user's own risk. The content on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Anyone listening to this podcast with a medical condition should seek individual medical advice and should not use this podcast to delay treatment or disregard the information given to them by their health professional for treatment of their condition. The information used in this podcast should not be used as a substitute for expert medical opinion in any medico-legal proceedings.